Hey, what's up? What's going on? Welcome to English with Dane, a podcast designed to improve your English. As always, I'm your host, Dane, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at English with Dane. This episode is a casual conversation with my friend Andy. We tried to talk at a natural pace while also trying to be extra clear, so I hope that gets through. We talk about the learning process, being okay with being bad at things, body positivity, social media, and a few extra things along the way. You can follow her at andy.genia on Instagram and TikTok if you're interested in recipes, yoga, body positivity, and more. I'll link both things in the description of the episode. I hope you enjoy our conversation. You can do anything in a shitty way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just straight up. <laughs> yeah. um, and with the gym, there's this whole thing of people don't want to start because they're not comfortable with their body. Right. And they don't even want to go. Yeah. Because well, they're uncomfortable with their body. Intimidating walking. Yeah. I'm intimidated mm -hmm. walking into a gym. And that's a part of it. Like, I I don't know if I'm doing it right. I, I'm probably not lifting a lot compared to other people. Like, it's hard. There's a lot of people around. You don't know the machines if you don't have somebody to show you around. Thank God you guys are there with me when I go. I wouldn't go on my own. I mean, I mean, not at the beginning, but it happens in yoga as well. Like people show up to class and they're like, I'm not flexible. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. You come the gym, to yoga, it's like, you, I'm not strong. It's like, doesn't matter. You will maybe become that. Yeah. But the, the, I think that one of the main differences maybe between gym culture and yoga culture is really deep down in yoga. You're supposed to, if you take it seriously, okay. Not if you think of it as like, Pilates, which you could beef, but let's not throwing it, throwing Pilates <laughs> under the bus. Yoga and Pilates are completely different. Yoga has a very like spiritual side of it, but even if you don't believe in all of that, which is fine. Hopefully, people who come into yoga they get a good teacher who shows them that you're not supposed to look for an end result. Mm -hmm. You're here for the process, the the experience of this practice. And it's a practice. You put things into practice. You don't need to be flexible. You don't need to have a super quiet mind. You don't need to be strong. You don't need to be able to do all the poses. You need to experience that practice for what it is. It's that, It's. We, I mean, we go back to it, but it's that pressure of like, thinking you need to be good at something quickly yeah. and then feeling insecure when you're not about it. And and I feel like we're just talking about language learning too. Yep. People expect, people to, expect be... to suddenly be, I want to have a C1 level yeah. or I'm, I want to have this level. And they're just, they have that end goal in mind, which in a way is okay, right? It's okay to have goals, but it's, no, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. also, but it's not okay to but be comparing yourself you? in like mm. comparing yourself to that goal every day. Is that going to stop you? from enjoying the beginner's experience exactly is that going to stop you from embrace embrace not embracing. being really good at something like you need to be able to embrace being a beginner and also just enjoy the process of you learning mm -hmm. i feel like most of my students because i was a yoga I, a yoga sorry i was a i was an english teacher mm -hmm. we worked together and i loved teaching beginners but most of them were extremely frustrated yeah And they were extremely upset with themselves. And it's really sad to me because I was like, 
hey, you know, first of all, it's not going to be like this forever. Trust me. It's not. Mm -hmm. If you keep doing it. It can't be. It can't be. It's impossible. Yeah. If you keep coming and you keep putting in the effort, things are going to change. Yeah, sure. Slowly. Mm -hmm. But hey, you know, give yourself that time, that space. Even enjoy it. Like, oh, look, I didn't know this. Now I know this. You know, I don't know. I, I always tell tell students that before they embark, let's say, on their English learning journey or mm. whatever cliche you want you want to use, um, one of the biggest things you can do as a favor to yourself is replace frustration with curiosity. Yes. So when you're thinking, Same. oh, I, ah, it's because, oh, this is so hard or this way is so complicated. Oh, why can't I do it? Instead, you think, oh. Huh. I Look, why this I is expressed like this. this is expressed like this. That's that's interesting. Exactly. As opposed to thinking, well, another thing I have to learn or exactly. whatever. If you can replace that frustration with curiosity, then you'll over time train yourself to just be a better learner of whatever it is. One hundred percent. I can't believe you said that because I say that at the beginning at the beginning of every yoga class I teach. There you go. That's crazy. I'm always like, and we're going to embrace this practice from a curious mindset mm -hmm. rather than a, an expectation. Because I think coming, it, coming at anything, be it pole dance, be it yoga, be it um, learning English, you have expectations. That's okay. But if you're able to release them and see yourself for what you are learning that thing that you're learning you give yourself the space to actually like embrace what you're good at what you're bad at and that's okay mm -hmm. you know you don't have to immediately be good it's like very results driven mindset yeah right this is, this is not you're not like expanding a business yeah you know you know what i mean you this don't, is you just don't have to be an english teacher <laughs> yeah do, do it for yourself i think is is yeah is a good message overall but and yeah embrace being a beginner allowing yourself to just be bad at something, right? Something we yeah. talked about before the show that is a an important message that we, well, that you wanted to, to get across I really, in yeah, this conversation. I believe that 100%. That, right? I think you learn more about yourself when you're bad at something, when you're frustrated with yourself. You have to listen to how you talk to yourself about yourself. And that's really important, I think. Mm -hmm. I saw this thing the other day on TikTok that was like... My favorite place. <laughs> your favorite platform of all time. If you, if you had a friend that talked to you how you talk to you oh my god you would never tolerate that person it. would be my enemy yeah but we talk to ourselves like that i mean I'm, I we're all guilty of it right of course you know you have an off day at, at the gym at work at yoga As whatever women, and you with yeah, our bodies and you leave and you go oh i'm a piece of shit i suck at it oh and it's just god. like why would you you know something that was really that? hard as well coming into pole dance just going back to how you talk to yourself um you know in pole dance we are wearing shorts and just sports uh, bras and things like that and the girls who show up, you know, they look different than me. Mm -hmm. And they're also younger and they can do things much better than I can. Mm -hmm. And it's also like putting yourself in situations when you're like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to be vulnerable here. And I'm going to show up with how my body looks and my age. and Because I'm 32. Am I? I'm almost 32. And, uh, you know, these, these girls are 17. Right. And they're like really skinny and short and they just look really different to me and you know that's that for me is being vulnerable and that can be for other people coming into a an english class them being i don't know older and showing up with younger people and sucking and that's okay you know embrace being vulnerable as well a hundred percent um that's that's i think that's the key a yeah. lot of times and i'm guilty of this man when i when i when when me and and 
and Nati went to Brazil, I feel like my Portuguese is okay enough mm. to communicate. But when I was there, I was like, oh man, I feel like such a hypocrite. I'm not doing the thing that I preach on my podcast because mm -hmm. I was afraid of being vulnerable and someone thinking, oh, he messed up. Oh, he oh, made mistakes. Wow. Oh, he made it. And also I didn't have to use it much because Nati was there and then we're interacting with her friends. They speak English. It's all good. So I didn't actively seek situations in which I had to be vulnerable. Right. But that vulnerability is is key. Yesterday, we're recording this on on the 10th of March. Yesterday, mm -hmm. I went to this award show, right, with, right. My, with the other podcasts that I had. Influencers. And it's such... Um, a space in which I'm not comfortable. Right. Right. Where it's like all eyes on you. You're getting your picture taken. You're walking the red carpet. And this whole time I've, I'm, I've had this like imposter syndrome right. thing of like, what am I doing here? Interesting. What is it? And then yesterday was really the first time where, where I had like a lot of um, internal dialogue before going. I remember I was in the shower getting ready for the event and I was saying to myself, like, who do you think you are? No, no. I was saying to myself <laughs> the opposite. I was, oh. I was saying, just over and over, I was like, you deserve to be there. Yes, you do. You're there because you you got nominated for something that you've worked hard on. You deserve that. So I'm like, I was like, I'm, I fit it. I'm, I'm there because I I'm, I deserve to be there. I, and I just kept repeating it over and nice. over. And then once I was actually there, I was like, hey, okay. Yeah, let's that. do it. And then I was I was analyzing it because I very much feel like an outsider in that world. Yeah. So I, was, I, I had the perspective or the vantage point of an outsider while at the same time trying to maintain that sort of idea that I'm, I deserve to be here because yes. I've worked hard for yeah. it. You know? imposter, imposter syndrome is like a real, real thing. And I find it funny that you would think that about what you do with your podcast. Like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. And what's, what really helps is, is like we get a lot of messages that are like really positive yeah, and they're not like, that. and the messages aren't like, oh my God, you guys are incredible. The messages are, hey, I'm having a really bad time right now and you're in my life through it. and it's nice to just disconnect for 45 minutes and just Man. laugh and just, so that's keep, the, keep doing it. That's the only reason why I'm still on social media. While I'm still using my Instagram page as a platform to, you know, talk about things that I think matter because I end up connecting with women Mm -hmm. who have had similar experiences to me. I think most women actually have had a difficult time with their bodies um, in general. And that has, you know, translated into their diet and food habits. And um, the messages of women being like, thank you for talking about this. or Thank you for bringing this up. Or thank you for, you know, making a video about this thing that I'm really, I feel really shitty about or that I don't like about myself, about my body. I find it crazy how many people mm -hmm. actually have gone through similar things and why no one's talking about it. Let's get into like the social media thing. Um, I feel it's interesting that that now social. Okay. okay. I feel that social media mm. is partly or in, in, in a, we say social media like Instagram, TikTok, whatever. But really, it's it obviously goes back to the beginnings of like the modeling and the makeup and making like women sure. have been made to feel insecure about their appearance, right? Since right. since there was media, from since, what I understand, <laughs> right? Forever. Like you need to fit these, these molds, and if you don't, you need to work to fit yeah. these molds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and if you have cellulite, then go kill yourself. Yeah, what are you doing? You better, yeah. you better fix it right that. now because if not, you're not deserving of love. And how dare you? Yeah, and it's 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 weird that now. Now, social media, well, obviously there's like rincones, right? There's like little gaps. There's places for everything. Mm -hmm. But now social media is, depending on your algorithm, 
is also very conscious. It's like it's the culprit and it's also trying to be like the medicine. It's trying to be the fix. Yeah, the fix. Yeah, it is. So how do you how do you navigate that space? Because your your social media page is is very much about body positivity, right? About a healthy relationship with With food. food. So Mm. how do you navigate? Because you're also a big time consumer of social media. I am. So how do you navigate being both in the rabbit hole and also trying to use the rabbit hole to get out of the rabbit hole? (laughs) No, the good thing is my algorithm really knows me and I find inspiration from the things that come up on my social media page. I see women being brave, being vulnerable, showing up as themselves, unapologetic, and it's inspiring. And it's thanks to these women that I started doing the same. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I get a lot of like international pages, not so much Spanish pages. So I was like, where are these people in Spain for, for, for Spanish people, you know? Because mm-hmm. sure, I'm getting them because maybe I speak English and I get the algorithm knows that. But I I was like, no, I ha- I want to give back the same way, like what they gave me, the inspiration, the confidence. Like when they see me show up, with my belly, with my cellulite, with my body, just as it is, more women connect with me and they're like, thank you for not, I don't know, editing, for not cutting that out, for, you know, even telling me to love that part of myself or at least accept it. Let's Mm -hmm. start with just accepting it. So it's true that social media has, you know, done a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. But now I think, especially in the new generations, uh, Photoshop and editing your images to, you know, erase the parts that we don't like about ourselves. That's not gonna, that's not gonna go any further. That's mm-hmm. not gonna float anyone's boat. I have, I have more questions. These are, these are obviously from probably from ignorance about mm-hmm. the matter. Um, but it's also something. No, cause we've... men get it their way. No, for oh, sure. For sure. But oh. I'm not talking about that. Um, I mean, at what point, and again, maybe this is like a pitfall of this type of thinking. But again, I just want to emphasize that I'm ignorant about this. So I, if, mm. I'm sorry if this is not like an appropriate way to approach it. Immediately offended. Uh, <laughs> immediately, no. <laughs> um, body positivity. Mm. Like we had, a, we had a talk one time and I'm not, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here What's we go. He no, 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 dude. <laughs> so I remember one time you expressed frustration that conventionally attractive and conventionally uh-huh. good looking bodies and people were preaching body positivity and you felt a little bit like like it kind of wasn't their their place did i to do that yeah was yeah, i yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i remember that sucks because a lot of people could say that about me because so there's this thing where like body positivity should be accepting all bodies right not just, let's say, fat bodies. Yeah. Fat needs to stop being a bad word. Yeah, yeah. Right? 100%. So, yeah, skinny good, fat bad. Exactly. So mm-hmm. really, no matter what body shape, size you have, you should be able to preach body positivity mm-hmm. because you're, you know, people can hate their bodies no matter what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Right? That's it. Yeah, body dysmorphia is very real. Very real, no matter what size and, or shape and, you and are. And oftentimes, this is something that's so crazy. I was watching um, this vlog. There's a, a a fitness guy. Well, he's like Mr. Olympia. He's like the the, the winner of person? competition, mm-hmm. Chris Bumstead, right? He's like a, 
a cultural icon in the, in the gym in the gym world okay. because he's like he's like a four time Mr. Olympia, which is where Arnold Schwarzenegger was. Right. He's like nowadays Arnold, right? Okay. Um, but he's like such a sweet guy. Aww. And and there was a video where where he was working out in the gym. Obviously, a ridiculous physique. Not something that yeah. I aspire to look like at all. I right. think it's way too much, personally. Like, yeah. if you if you're a bodybuilder type, go for it. Bodybuilding is a special pers- category. Pers- personally, I'm not I'm not about that physique. Uh-huh. But it's an incredible thing to watch, and I watch a lot of his content to get good workouts because he's obviously yeah, sure. really good at working out. And and he was wearing like this big hoodie one time at the gym, and he doesn't take it off in the whole workout. And he goes, "Yeah, this is the hoodie that I wear when I'm feeling skinny." And he just and he just doesn't want to take off the hoodie because that day he's feeling skinny. He doesn't feel good about himself, even though he's the most jacked guy that you'll find. So you're like, wow, body dysmorphia is just even more real. Of course. At those levels. Right. When you're so under the microscope. Eating disorders are prevalent. Prevalent. Yeah. I thought I made up a word. No, no, no. You're good. (laughs) Um, Amongst models. Who in theory, in, gen- in general, yeah, have the best, the most attractive looking physique. Like that's yeah. just the way that, yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. There's shows that I can watch whilst like, eating, whilst eating, but even like while just being on my phone doing something else, and still get like ninety five percent of it. Oh, I try but to it's avoid like that. Crap reality shows that I like to watch to disconnect for a sec. Yeah. And then there's shows that I watch, watch. Yeah. Like recently, The Last of Us and these kind of shows where I'm just like, I'm just going to watch this show. Oh, The Last of Us. Oh, my gosh. What a great show. No, if you're on your phone and you have the TV on, that for me is is when I'm not in a good place mentally. Because I need so much distraction or I need so much, um, uh, what is it? I need so much. Dopamine. Dopamine. (laughs) It is dopamine. But But it's, but it's, (laughs) I think I approach it as like, there are some shows that. Like the show creators and the show itself knows that the, it's bad. Like when you watch a reality yeah. TV show, the editing takes ages. Oh, right. It's right. really a, a, a 15 minute show I turned know. into a 35 minute show. It's like fillers. And they just put fillers exactly. in. So there you can be on your phone a little bit because you're, you're trying to. True. But like now what's happened, this is really embarrassing to admit, but like. Um, be vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> be vulnerable. Practice what you preach. I am on my phone and I'm also brushing my teeth. Oh. Am I the only one? I mean, I, I don't think I do that. Oh, no, I've done that. For sure I've done that. I've I think definitely it's, done that it's at It's really some embarrassing. Point. At some point I've done that. Because I'm on my phone on TikTok. Don't think I'm on my phone, you know, doing something really mm-hmm. good like, I don't know, business deals or <laughs> something like <laughs> so, that. So generic. The business stock market. Deals. You're um, businessing. You're not businessing. I'm not businessing. I am on TikTok and brushing my teeth. Gosh, that's so embarrassing. I try to. I'm working on it. Let's say I'm aware of it and I'm working on it. Would you let me see how many hours you spent on TikTok on your phone? Oh my god! Live? I didn't know you could do that. You can do that. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Should we compare? Okay. Yeah. It okay. might make me feel better about myself. Okay. Wait. Let me get worse. my phone. <laughs> we can edit this silence out. Don't worry. <laughs> Okay, we're back. Um, here we go. Back. Screen time on TikTok. Oh, wait. Is this the whole week or today? <laughs> I think it's the this week. So from March 5th to March 11th. Yes. March 5th to March. Thank God. That was, wow. What's yours? Well, What's my, yours? mine's two hours. No, you're joking. Yeah. It's two I'm hours? A, I'm not joking. Two hours and 19 minutes in total. Man. What, why? What's yours? Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. I have a problem. 
What's yours? I'm on eight hours. Eight hours a week on TikTok. But I feel like that eight hours a week. What is that? Like an hour, an hour a, a day. day? No, an hour and a bit a day. An hour and a bit a day. I mean, how long does it take you to brush your teeth? <laughs> the only time. <laughs> okay, no. You two hours? What? What do yeah. you spend? A minute a fucking day? I, I'm, I've cut down a lot. Wow. I'm trying See, this is my problem. Maybe you get this. Um, because I work in social media partly. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, Instagram is work. So I'm never looking at Instagram being like, oh, let's see, let's go on reels and just swipe, swipe, not, swipe. I don't believe it's, it's called doom scrolling. I never do that on Instagram. I only open Instagram to do work. But we're talking about TikTok. I know, I know. So okay. hear me out. Hear okay. me out. <laughs> hear me out. So TikTok is my outlet. TikTok is where I enjoy being on social media. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So for me, TikTok is my favorite app to sit on my couch and watch things. And also the algorithm knows me much better than Instagram because Instagram is my job. So TikTok is my pleasure. Okay. You understand? Okay. I like how you framed it. I think my favorite app, my favorite thing to consume is YouTube. I knew that would be the case. Yeah, because I like, um, I, I go into like little deep dives from time to time and I find YouTube channels. Also podcasts? That do are you really do cool. Or... Oh yeah, I, I, do, I do watch video podcasts right. on, on YouTube. Like while I'm cooking, I'll, I'll put on a, a video podcast. Even though I just do an audio podcast maybe. Because then like, then it's nice because sometimes, um, sometimes cooking could just be kind of boring and whatever. So if Like you, brushing your teeth? Like brushing your teeth. Just saying. Um, but yeah, I think YouTube is great. And YouTube is, is awesome because it's not as short form. I know there are YouTube shorts, but it's not as short form yeah. as TikTok. So for me, YouTube is, I like to find, like recently I found this channel about this guy who creates habitats in like terrariums and, and, oh, wow, and stuff I like love that. that. And he'll go to a random body of water near his house uh-huh. and get a giant scoop of water, like a bucket of water, and then put it in in a like a little terrarium or aquarium type thing and build life and then he'll out just of it? like show you the life that develops no from it way. and he'll show you now three weeks uh two months etc and he'll show you i love that. how little creatures come out and then he creates his own as and they're well. all different i bet yeah yeah they're all wow. different depending on on where he gets them and then wow. he creates his own environments and he'll go okay so let's introduce introduce these little these little animals. Okay, mm. now we need an apex predator, and he'll get like a gecko and put it in there, and then a he'll gecko. yeah, and he'll create these environments that like are self sufficient. Wow. And I think and that kind of stuff, I th- I find so so cool. And those are like my I little deep that. dives. I get into deep dives like that once a, once a week, once every two weeks. That's much nicer than <laughs> the things that come up on my TikTok. But I think the the issue is that um, TikTok is kind of that immediate reward culture, which yeah. is that same thing we're talking about before. Where, where it be language learning or fitness or yoga, meditation. Yeah. We want it right now. We want it as fast as it's possible. Results driven, yeah. And, and yeah. you're not enjoying. Yeah. You're yeah. just kind of a slave to the, the quick dopamine yeah, thing. Yeah, it's true. Maybe that reinforces some things in your brain about quickness, fastness, or just being, yeah, just speed, the speed at which you need to do things or you need to live your life. And then the problem is everything else becomes slow compared to to that rhythm like i think we we've come to neglect like the slow burn which is what you want 
out of uh, out of a, out of a relationship, out of a business, out of everything. Like, totally. I'm sure you get sucked into the thing of how many have, followers yeah. do I have? How many do I have now? Why didn't I get as many followers this last week as I did three weeks ago? And you this month, I've only people. grown this month. Exactly. Yeah. But it's really it's it's the long run that counts. It is right. So, and here's another one. I, I teach I teach classes, right? English classes. Do you? Um, I do. <laughs> as do you. No, you have. I do you have one a or few, two. but with my with, with old my students that you don't want to give up. That I don't want to give up. Um, yeah. And and I say the same thing to everyone. I I always say, an hour of class a week, is infinitely better than nothing. Absolutely. Right. Of course, that's obvious. But you can't expect an hour a week. If you went to the to gym change. for an hour a week, it's not. Gonna how happen. long do you think it would take you? To get in, in decent, in the shape that you want, not exactly. in good shape, but the shape so that you much longer. attainable Gain shape. So much longer, you know. And that's so funny that you say that because I used to say that to my students as well. Great that you're doing this, and I think it's true. The mentality of well, if I don't have an hour to do it, I won't even do five minutes. No, do five minutes. Fair enough, you don't have the hour, but also try to find time. But um, one hour a week, one class a week isn't going to make that much of a difference. And the reason also, and, and I know this for a fact, the reason why in five months I can do certain things in pole dance that other girls can't do is because I go twice a week. Mm -hmm. And going twice a week is obviously double better <laughs> than going once a week. It just, it makes such a difference putting in a, a little bit more time. Um, why were we talking about this? What did you say before? Um... Yeah, just something once a that's, week. Something oh, that's how long that's going to take mm -hmm. to get the results? I think for a lot of people, just taking the leap of starting a class is more more than anything. It's a mental hurdle. Um, yeah, it's and it's a mental like release. It's a it's a relief that they're saying, okay, I've started. Oh right, I'm taking a step. Yeah, towards my goal. You're taking charge. Exactly, yeah. and I and I usually tell students, I'm like, hey, if like. We ha if we have an hour of class a week, great. And if you want to get another teacher for another, go. Yeah. Go get other teachers. Go do a conversation class. Go do whatever. Join yeah. a course. Join. Do whatever you want. Watch like, television in English. Put your computer in English. Put, forget, put your phone in English. Forget loyalty. Like there's like you shouldn't have loyalty. There's do, also a lot of things that yourself. they can do outside of class that make a big difference. Reading articles, books in English, mm -hmm. watching TV in English. Dude, watching TV in English is underrated. The problem in Spain that we have is that dubbing is so popular that watching the original version of movies has become like, oh, I don't want to. It's, a, it's, a, it's an uh, effort. It's an effort. It's like yeah. I have to read the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. I watch original version of movies that are in Polish if I have to, simply because I like the sound of things better. Mm -hmm. But especially if I was trying to learn Polish, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. How can you want to learn a language and then not take advantage of all the platforms or all the resources that are, are at your disposal, especially now that we have, you know, smartphones. Mm -hmm. um, it's just such a good idea in general to include it more in your life. And that's what I tell my students going back to very quickly, the pace of things. I have a student, an English student. He is 14. He's been with me for a long time. And um, just goes to show how this generation views that kind of quick result dopamine hit. I'm like, what's your favorite movie? This was back in the day. And he's like, I don't like movies. I'm like, why don't you like movies? It's like, they take too long. 
I'm like, what? That's crazy. What do you mean they take too long? Yeah, it's like an hour, an hour and a half. I'm like, so what? It's like YouTube. I watch, you know, YouTube. I'll watch or- YouTube for four hours. <laughs> But I'm Four not gonna watch. Yeah, but I'm not gonna watch a movie. I think, but that's classic, wow. right? Like you go, oof, a movie takes too long because it's like commitment. But you'll watch four episodes of a show exactly for the same amount of time. Exactly, inclusive, actually longer. Yeah, because like miniseries is like one hour per episode. Yeah, like you'll watch two and a half hours of TV of like wow. series, but you won't watch an hour forty-five of a movie, <laughs> right? Because it's too much of a commitment. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Is it depressing? I don't know. I hope I don't get to that point. Are we ever. just like. Here's the thing. Okay, here's another thought that I have. Okay, we'll finish it off because it's going yeah, long. Yeah, it's going for but, time. But are we kind of being corrupted or are we just changing the way humans consume information and it's just like an, an evolutionary thing that's bound to happen? Do you think this would have happened regardless due to technological advancements advancing? What do you mean? This, this podcast? No. Oh. <laughs> like um, that quick, fast media... Um, like TikTok, you know, like like 30 second shots of information. Um, I think the internet is what changed it. So yeah. I was reading this book called The Shallows, how the internet has changed our minds. And oh, it talks cool. about how before you would have to like read this whole book to, to figure out something. You'd have to go to a library right. and read a bunch of books. And how nowadays after the internet came about, we the word they use is we became skilled hunters. Instead, so I'm not going to read a 400-page book about something when I could go somewhere where exactly it tells me the like the piece of information that I'm looking for in the book. That's right. But then we become, but it's kind of like that thing we were talking about before. Like, are you going to isolate one muscle at the gym, or are you going to go do? You know what I mean? Because there's also (laughs) like there's a value of learning context. There's a value of learning everything else. It's true because when you go for one thing, you actually get like a surrounding of information that isn't just that one thing that you were looking for, and Mm -hmm. you end up being more cultured. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, man. I don't know. It's a conversation for for a different day. Yeah. You know. Maybe. All right. Well, thanks for doing this. This is. Yay, thank you for having this has been me. Fun. This has been amazing. I'll let people know. We'll let people know where they can find you. I'm always on TikTok. No lies. Um, <laughs> my page is Andy.genia. And I'm also on TikTok, of course. And you do, it's like a combination of yoga, food. Yeah, ex- if you want some acceptance. nice recipes, if you want some self-love, body positivity, some yoga, uh, come find me. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you. Later. Thank <music> you.